Hey guys, hope you're going well. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about a dirty little word called getting organized. That's two words, but organized, that's the dirty word. Um, how much we love it. Let's, uh, let's dive in and give this a crack. Okay, let's dive into the organizational podcast. Now, this has kind of come up, and I want to tell you a little story to start this off about myself. So I've I've kind of been watching how I'm operating at the moment um, in this kind of chaotic, spinning, awesome mess that's producing some results, but it's also, it's getting to that point where it's teetering on over unorganized, if that's a phrase. I think it should be if it isn't. You know, you know that feeling where sometimes you can be in that Tasmanian devil state and you're achieving a lot. And then you get times where it's kind of going so fast, you're kind of um, getting lost all over the place. Have you ever felt like that? You know, and I've kind of, you know, what it usually says to me is I need to take some time to slow down and kind of, I guess, think about it. Imagine what I want out of it. What am I trying to achieve with my time? What are the small wins I can do to kind of bring the Tasmanian devil down? In my opinion, we, we're not people that will ever not have a bit of Tasmanian devil. The dyslexic mind will always play that game. But there are definitely things I can do to kind of give the Tasmanian devil just a slower, slower pace. Does that make sense? You know, that feeling of chaos kind of is also a huge driver in my life. But at the same point, it gets to a point where there's so much spinning, you start to not do anything, or you start to not achieve what you're aiming to achieve. And, you know, to a point, I have to trust myself a little bit and know that it, it'll, it'll come out in the wash or it'll get there in the end. But at the same point, you've got to, I think what I feel is you've got to take some responsibility. So I thought I'd share some of the things I'm doing to both organize my days, but also organize my mind and my health a bit better. Because I think it's important that, uh, you know, and organization's about prioritization, right? If you have no priorities, there's nothing to organize. You just do everything because nothing is, nothing is more valuable than the next thing. But I'm getting to a point in my life at the moment, at least, where I do want to prioritize a few things. So things I things I need to prioritize. One is around health, and you know with lockdown it's made it even harder. Well, not really, but you know that's a good excuse, isn't it? Um, <laughs> as I say that, I recheck what I'm thinking. Um, so like what I'm trying to prioritize at the moment is going for two 45 minute to an hour walks a day, um, and trying to really get out of the house, get moving. I need one of them to be alone, and one of them can be with Holly. You know, just to just to kind of get us get us moving, you know, get us a bit less isolated, um, get a bit more time to think when you're moving and stuff like that. And that's been something I've been really poor at. I haven't actually put much value on that, or I've lowered the value of it below certain work tasks or below certain other anxiety relievers, where I know it makes a massive difference. Not only does it help my mind get clearer, it helps my body, helps my health. Um, so that's something I'm going to organize into my day, you know, one in the morning, and one in the afternoon. I'm not going to put fixed times on them, but I'm going to know how long they are about and I'm going to prioritize them. I'm going to put them higher on my list. And 
you know, how I'm doing that and what's working for me in that is, is visualizing what the end result is. Like I see myself healthier and, and with more energy. You know, lower my anxiety, my energy tracks upwards. So that's something I want to organize into my day. The second thing I wanted to talk about was starting to own my calendar. Now, this is something I've, you know, I've, I see a lot of dyslexics be remarkably poor at because we're, we're bad at prioritizing and organizing. We're all very, um, what should we say, relaxed with our choices of priorities. Um, and, you know, when I say that, what I'm trying to get across is if you ever felt that if someone says, oh, can we meet at this time? And they set the time. And if you can make it, you'll do it, even if it impacts other things that you'd plan to do. And we kind of give in to the person across the table to say, yeah, I can do that instead of no. Now, I don't know if that happens to you a lot or sometimes, but I find, you know, whether it's a personal thing, if you're in business for yourself or you're a self-contractor, it's really challenging because you can become very based on what other people want. And over the years, trying to to get down that noise in your day when you're trying to organize yourself is so key. Turning off notifications on your phone, turning off those little email dings, you know, putting it out of office on your email to say I'm unavailable, I'll be checking my email at a couple of times a day. Different things like that we really struggle to do because it feels like we're letting the person down who's emailing us, which is hilarious. But in the grand scheme of life, it's actually just giving them clear communication about what's happening. So, you know, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be setting that email out of office responder to say, I will be checking my emails between here and here. If it's urgent, use this channel. If not, that's okay. But I'm trying to give my, my brain a bit of a chance to rest when it comes to responding to, to emails because you can get so reactive in your inbox and you can feel so unorganized and it's so much easier to sometimes get lost in your inbox because you know responding to emails can be just such an easy win you know a lot of them are very small actions and you do them and you win you feel like wow that's a little that's a little tick in the box I did another email I solved it it's moved on carry on with life but what also happens is you start to become the slave to external stuff and you can't actually ever own your organization or own the direction of what you're doing in a day or a week or an hour even. So that's really going to be a big, big key for me is getting um, a lot more um, active in my emails and allowing what people find time in my diary for. Like it's got to be something of value. I've got to, I've got to own that. So that's really important. And if it does take me longer to get back to people, I'm going to be okay with that. I'm going to say to myself, I'm okay with that. The second thing to really look at that's um, really, really important, or the last thing I wanted to talk about, is time blocking in my calendar. Now, this is something I've known about. And, you know, how many things in our lives do we know about for 10 years before we ever do it? A lot. The answer is a lot. And one of the things is time blocking. And so with with I've got a couple of businesses, and I want to make sure that um, I, I can put enough time into them while putting some time into my health, while putting some time into being creative, which is very, very important to me, um, and while putting some time into my family as well. So like I need to make sure that it's that it's there's a certain amount of um, blocked time 
Um, but it's also not so regimented, I won't follow it. Like what I do know about myself, if it's too regimented, I will not, I will lose interest in it quickly. But if I put big blocks, allowing myself time to decide what I do in those blocks, I'm more likely to succeed with it. Does that make sense? So what I mean by that is, for example, on a Friday, I stop work at three. So three to five is, I call it reflection time. Potentially, it could be having a beer and relaxing time. But I've, I block that time out of my calendar. No one can book a meeting. It's done. That's probably the best blocking I do, which is hilarious. That part is the one I'm good at. Um, but what I'm going to do now is, for, for the work I'm doing around dyslexia and right side, is I'm going to block out a Wednesday and I'm going to block the whole Wednesday out, right side day, do a lot of amazing work that is locked in. For the other business, I need two or three days so I can block out Monday, Tuesday, Thursday for that. And then on Friday, I can lock in some time for, for meetings for right siders or VI, the other business I have. So it's about trying to block your time and, and becoming happy with it. And I think the last thing I want to talk about and you know, I've been looking at this because it's, it's easy for me to explain this stuff to you and tell you what I'm going to be playing with and let you picture it. But the real problem with this is we see this awesome information and then we never do it. You know, it, the problem seems so big with so many things that could go wrong. It feels scarier to make that change than it does to keep doing what we've always done. For me to put an out of office on my inbox, that scares me because... I like to respond. I like to feel like I'm responding. Um, to block out time in my diary and say, actually, no, I can't do that day. That's um, that's a right-sided day or that's a VI day. It scares me. That really scares me. And it worries me because what are the outcomes? You know, I can create a hundred different paths where this goes wrong. I can only see a couple that goes right. So maybe I shouldn't do anything. I should just do what I've always done. And, you know, that's me opening up, guys, because that's how I feel sometimes. And I think we all feel that way. You know, I've heard stories recently from a variety of people where it was amazing the thing that they were scared of from an external perspective looked so small. But for them, it was huge. It was like a massive triumph to actually push through the block to get there. And when they got there, it was easy. It was so easy. But it's so hard to take that step. Um, into the darkness when you can't see what's actually on the other side and I think it's really key to talk to people about this I'm very lucky to have a partner I can talk to about this just as a sounding board just to get things out because when it comes out your mouth and you say it you can sometimes see what's holding you back so don't be scared to talk to people whether it's a friend or a coach or whatever you're doing you know that is the most powerful thing we can do as a sexix is get it out of our head and start talking to people hopefully that's added some value guys I'm going to be um, playing around with the times I do my podcast because I'm going to start setting some dates and very likely I'm going to be going to a Wednesday and Friday podcasting schedule and there'll be a bonus podcast at some other point. I haven't decided when. So just bear in mind with that uh, just for the times I release these beauties. But there'll still be three a week. I promise you that. And thanks for everyone who's joined the groups. Really loving it. Have an epic rest of your day.